The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your illustrious host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the one, uh, the only, the not allowed at any zoo anymore, the heavy petting, Tammy, the sheep raper, Underwood. Hey, Tam. What? (laughs) She wasn't You know, you're horrible because, you know, we, because, hi, everybody. I I don't want to forget to say hi, but, um. Oh, I forgot to put on my headphones. I was wondering why I couldn't hear you. Um, anyways, because, you know, we took the boys to, my nephews to, that um, Bowman's Family Harvest Festival thing in uh, down in Jervis yesterday, right? Uh-huh. And one of the things we got to do was a petting zoo. And, and that's I have, why you're not allowed back. <laughs> and I have video of Yuki, like, holding out food for the animals. It was so cute. Well, him and Wonton, but yeah. And I saw you on the news. They had video of you trying to molest animals. It's not a heavy petting zoo, okay? Okay? We got on the same page? You're so horrible. <laughs> that donkey wouldn't even get close to you. He was side-eyeing you the whole way. I going, didn't even mm. see a donkey there. He was hiding. Some chickens and a sheep and some <laughs> pygmy goats. And This was a donkey was hiding going last time. Oh, this- and some little piggies. That I mean, donkey, like little tiny that ones. That donkey was crying, going, this isn't a donkey show. I got out of that life. <laughs> You're so That's my bad. old life. You're so horrible. Ow, this is really hurting today. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, that aren't part of Citizens of Brutal Nation, uh, the Sasquatch over here had to go to the vet. And they, uh, yeah. they had to do uh, surgery on her paw. So she's all <laughs> stitched up. And... Uh, and then dumb dumb last week. Yes, I was I was dumb last week and almost ripped my stitches out. But you know, I'm good. I get them out Wednesday. I get them out this Wednesday. Yep. Ah, oh, dang. The vet likes you. So check this out. I was I talked to Morgan. You know our friend Morgan the other day. Yeah, you the, know the cute one. Yeah. Do you know how old she is? I don't know. Twenty eight. Exactly. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just going to get you with that one because I know you always complain about, you know, because when children are young, when the women are younger than your daughter. But no, you openly flirt with Morgan. Well, (laughs) it's different, okay? Her, I would definitely. Morgan is adorable. I would make an exception for her. Morgan's adorable. She's sweet as pie, too. She seems like it. I like her. Yeah. But yeah, I go, I can't wait to tell Scott how old you are. And she said, wait, waiting to do it on the air. I want to hear his response. You ruined it for me and Morgan both. Damn no, you, you both are welcome. <laughs> All I can say to you, Morgan, is, hey, little girl, <laughs> do you like candy? Come here, get into my van. Don't do it, Morgan. No, Don't do it'll it. be our special secret. If you see some guy driving a big old Ford F-150, run. It'll, it'll be our special little secret. Come here, Morgan. Oh, poor Morgan. <laughs> poor Morgan. I'm not right in the fucking head. You're not, poor Morgan. All right, so, so That's why we don't do drugs anymore, okay? So we have breaking news. Are you ready for breaking news? I was breaking wind, but go ahead. <laughs> Hashtag crop dusting. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up before? Oh, let's bring up the November 3rd show. Oh, okay. I thought I was going to I was gonna bring up the love affair that I have with, uh, with uh, Jen, but okay. No, let's not talk about that. Poor Matt. Matt's probably going, what the fuck, Jen? What, what the fuck is wrong with you? God damn. <laughs> See, Jen's another one to go, hey, little girl. 
Why don't you get into my van? <laughs> we'll play special games. Don't tell your parents. It'll be our secret. And her husband's probably going to come shoot you now. I'm afraid of Matt. And let me tell you why. Because he's so easygoing. And he's so quiet. I know. It's quiet ones you got to worry about. And that's what we, what we hear that about serial killers all the time. No, it couldn't have been Tom. He was really quiet and really just non-combative and just really silent. Couldn't hurt a fly. I can't believe that you found 35 bodies in his basement. And that's what's going to happen. Eventually, he's going to get off of his nut and he's like, fuck this. I'm going to Washington. I'm going to murder a fat, bald fucker. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyways. Yeah, so talk about the November 3rd show. Okay, on November 3rd, we're going to be, if you're here in Portland, tickets Oregon, are already... Oregon, Washington, yeah, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere that's even close to Portland. Uh, tickets are already on sale for this show. It's on November 3rd. There's two great opening acts that we have for us, and then we hit the stage uh, right. for a couple of hours. Uh you got the. I didn't set the ticket information up. You did. I, I did. Well, the ticket information, we have $25 for general admission. And then $35 VIP, but we will provide a $5 discount code on uh, the Twisted Blue uh, Facebook and um, Instagram. Instagram. And that's, it's, you know, it's November 3rd at 8 p.m. Show starts at 8 p.m. at uh, Stage 722 on 10th Avenue in downtown Portland. So get onto the Twisted Blue page. All the information yeah. is out there. It's a, it, there's a good time to And be there's had. a link to the tickets in, in the description of this yeah. show. And so. uh, the, the the stage performance itself should be pretty visually pretty, stunning Yeah, it's going to well. be amazing. It's going to be an amazing show. We're putting show. a lot of work and effort into this shit. Yeah, <laughs> not another dive bar show. I'm telling you that. Which, you know. I like the dive bars. I do, too. I got kind of used to it because they were fun and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, and it's like a close-knit crowd and everything. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a great show. I can crap my pants show. and nobody cares. Nope, I mean, nobody cares. This is a great nobody thing. Nobody cares. All right. Yeah. So let's get into this breaking news before I'm breaking my, I don't know, breaking something. Breaking something. Okay, breaking news. So if anybody watches the news, which I don't, but, you know, a lot of people do. Is Keith Jesperson, the ID Jesperson's Florida victim this last week. There was a news conference held down in Florida on October 5th. And you ready for I'm just going to read the article from people and then we'll discuss it. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, the last known victim of Happy Face Killer Keith Hunter Jesperson has been identified nearly three decades after her remains were discovered off of Florida Interstate. The Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office announced on Tuesday that skeletonized remains found in 1994 near I-10 in Florida belong to Suzanne Kellenberg. I think that's how you pronounce it. K-J-E-L-L-E-N-B-E-R-G. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Who Sheriff Eric Aiden described as the final unidentified victim of Jesperson's cross-country murder sprees. The woman who was 34 at the time of her death, was identified after the District 1 Medical Examiner's Office sent samples to Texas-based company Othram, who, which specializes in forensic genetic genealogy. The company was then able to create a genealogical profile to assist in Kellenberg's identification thanks to funding from the National Missing and Unidentified Person System. Now, Jesperson has now been charged with her murder decades after he admitted to an investigator that he was responsible for killing a Susan or Suzette in August of 1994 and dumping her body near the interstate's whole exit. Kellenberg's remains were found in September of that year by an inmate work crew. 
Now, despite a facial reconstruction uh, several years ago in 2007, an anthropological examination a year later, and other efforts, Kellenberg's remains had not been identified until now. They noted that Jefferson had, quote, outlined again. You mean Jefferson. You just said oh, Jefferson. I just, just Jefferson. I am so sorry. Jesperson. I apologize, people. It's been a long, it's been a long week. The sheriff's office noted that Jesperson had outlined again the events of the murder while at the OSP when he explained that he met the victim in August 1994 at a Tampa truck stop. He added that they then traveled to a rest area where he pushed his first his fist against her neck and placed zip ties around her throat after he claimed she, quote, began screaming and wouldn't stop. He claimed that he was not allowed to have unauthorized riders in his vehicle and didn't want a security guard to hear her. As... Um, he's already serving three life sentences for strangling and killing eight women in multiple states during 1990 and 1995. He earned his nickname, you know, the happy face killer after he, um, sent letters to the media, um, and the authorities claiming the responsibility for the, the Tanya Bennett case. Correct. Right. So the, uh, Kellenberg's family lives in Wisconsin and, and they have been notified, but they have asked for privacy and expressed gratitude toward those involved in the investigation. Um, according to the sheriff, he said, thanks to the tireless efforts of so many over so long, the remains of Suzanne Kellenberg, the final unidentified victim of Jesperson's cross-country murder sprees, can finally leave the medical examiner's office and return home. Now, this is what I don't understand, because another article said that um oh where is it i gotta find it here and he told investigator oh in a recent prison interview about a month ago he told investigators how he met her and everything and some of these articles that i found are making it sound like that's the first time he admitted to this murder he admitted to this murder with us almost a year ago yeah exactly and i knew about the uh yeah uh, this victim being identified because keith called me right two weeks prior to this news this news conference and gave me the lowdown and said don't release him on the show yada yada because the the thought was he was going to be on the show to do this with us but they changed his uh Right, uh, his door, his living housing, because they're remodeling. Right, I'm yeah. sorry, somebody was at the door. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, so there, therefore, he could, he hasn't been able to call me, which kind of sucks. Right, but yeah, I mean, he was excited about it uh, that this one's finally finally identified. identified. Yeah, yeah, because the, it made it sound like that they're bringing up new charges on him. It is new charges. Oh, it is. Yeah, because okay, they, and that the, the first time he admitted to it was a month ago, is what some of the articles no, yeah, are no. insinuating. He, so that's why I wanted to discuss it. He admitted it. to this way back when yeah. he first got busted. Exactly, exactly, and you know, and I was going to say, and he told us about it almost a year ago. So I'm not seeing how you know the, the first you know time he talked about it was a month ago. It's like right. no. they're, they're just misspeaking. We're, we're kind of used to that. Yeah, we are. That's that's why I wanted to clarify things. So yeah, um, he, he called me up and it was it was kind of a weird conversation because I saw that he was calling, so I answer. You know, you have a, a prepaid call from Keith Jasper. So I answer. He goes, "Hey, how's everything going?" And I said, "Oh, pretty good. I'm heading up to Seattle." And he says, "So I have some information for you, but you can't release it on the show." Right. And I said, "Okay." And then he told me about it, and I was like, wow, that's freaking awesome. But I have a funny thing to throw into this. Uh-oh. 
So Jen Dahl knew too. Okay. Uh huh. And uh, before the, uh, the 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 press conference, she goes, "Okay, it's gonna it's supposed to be at like ten o'clock in the morning on I think Tuesday or something like that." And I'm like, "Cool." So, so that's seven o'clock your time, right? And I said, "Yeah." Then she stopped and she said, "Does that?" And then she goes, "No, never mind, never mind." I go, "Oh, now you have to tell me what the fuck you're gonna say." I was gonna ask if since it's seven o'clock your time, you'll get the news conference first. <laughs> I said, that's classic. Oh, God damn, Jen. That's fucking awesome. That was classic Jen doll, though. This is why I'm secretly in love with Jen. <laughs> why? Because she's secretly a blonde? She's actually, she was born blonde. Was she? Re- well, so was I, but I didn't retain it. No, no, she did. That's well, that, that that's all blonde right there. That's, yeah. To that the core. Horrible. To the fucking core. Look, I couldn't figure out why my purse was stinking. Um, oh. <laughs> it's his. <laughs> I thought I smelled something at the fucking practice. I know. Any hoozies. So, um, anyway, so yeah, so I was like, so th- they planned the news conference like days in advance or? Yeah, the news, the, the, it, it was in uh, process, uh, in, in the works for about two weeks before they actually did it. So when Keith called me, he said, this is probably going to break next week. So I said, cool. So I held on to it. And then that week didn't happen. Right, because I remember you telling me, don't tell anybody, not even Jen Dahl. Right, because that's what Keith told me. Keith said, look, whatever you do, don't tell Jen Dahl. But Jen already fucking knew. So. How did Jen know? Briar. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't say anything to it's, any. I didn't even tell my sister, which means you know I held on to that <laughs> secret. It's a small community between all of us. I fucking Keith should realize that we all talk. Me, yes. Briar, Jen, you. It's, yes. You know, we, we all share the information. But uh, so, yeah, then Jen's like, God, I have something to tell you. I said, Fuck, I have something to tell you, too, but I can't tell you. I promised. And then finally, she said, okay, this is what I know. I said, holy fuck, that's what I know. Ah. I said, son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> finally, she broke, huh? Because we knew if we told her, she wouldn't be able to not tell anybody. <laughs> that's what that's what Keith said. Keith said, don't tell her because she's, she's, you know, she's like telling the news. And he didn't want to screw up all of his shit. Right. No, I get it. I understand. But I am glad that the that this victim was identified. Me too. You know? Me too. Because it gives her family closure. It does, but also. But they still don't know why she had to, was heading back down to Miami. Because no, they haven't. They didn't say anything about that. Because, oh, okay. Because uh, according to Keith, she wanted to go back to Miami to get some of her stuff. Right. But you know, Keith likes being in the news. He does. He He's, does. He likes being in the limelight. And now this gets him back out in front of people again. So we can go, oh, we haven't forgotten about the serial killer. Yes, he does. He does attribute a lot of his identity to being the happy face killer. Yes. So. And we've talked about that with him before, you know. Yeah. So. You know, he's just he's one of those ones that enjoys that notoriety. Yeah, very much. Per so. se. Oh, yeah. But. um. So, dang. Go ahead. Keep talking. I think I have my meds in my purse. Hang on. Wow. That's great. <laughs> Do me under the bus about your heavy petting zoo. She's on meds because um, <laughs> she's got gonorrhea. <laughs> and not uh, true, probably has syphilis. It's for my pain. Oh, no. I forgot your Sasquatch. You got worms. Um, so, it's a dewormer. And that way there, she won't drag her butt across the ground anymore. And that always helps. Um, across Scott's floor. <laughs> that doesn't help because he's got hardwood floors. Damn right. <laughs> All I see is you sliding and skipping. Then there's a big snail trail and nothing but butt tracks from here to the door. 
Whatever, dude. You're so horrible. I call that Sasquatch's anal adventures, and I don't need to see that shit ever again. <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> I got everything. You sure? Yes. All right, you need to keep yabbering because no. we're fucking freewheeling this one. Are you? Well, I'm sorry. You had to ad lib for a change. Yeah. I'm usually the one that has to do that. Look, I just went through practice. I'm tired. I'm, I'm cranky. Tired I'm irritable. I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant, and I'm going through menopause. So, yeah. Well, the night before last, I only had an hour sleep, hour and a half. Quit partying all fucking night, you fucking freak. No, it's, I just couldn't sleep. You know, it's one of those, it's that time of year again where I have trouble sleeping. And you turn to a pumpkin? No. You wolf out and become a Sasquatch Maximus, a were-squatch? You know what? You know what? I want you all to know, I want every one of our listeners to know that my nephew, who's the smartest person I know, says that I don't look like Sasquatch. He's doing that to be nice. No, my brother, I'm not even going to tell you what my brother said. Oh, now you got to tell me. <laughs> my brother goes, no, you don't look like him because he's less hairy. <laughs> you know what? Your brother Jake just became my favorite person. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking good. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Then your mom wants to go into prostitution. That was, that was cool. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> she is not allowed to speak to you ever again. Hey, man, I'm willing to pay. <laughs> My mom never talked like this until she met you. I bring out the best in people. Yeah. I tell you, I bring out the best. I bring out the best. Yeah, I'm telling you. But no. So, yeah, so we finally got an ID in this this victim's case, and I'm glad. Um, I just, you know what, and this is the... I mean, and we've talked about this before, even with Keith, and we've talked about it with Briar, is that I just wish they would be able to find that California victim. That's the thing. Okay? You know. Because the victim that they found there. Is not his. Was killed when he wasn't even in town. And they couldn't find the body that he left there. I think that he just failed to kill her. You think so? Yeah, I think that's what happened. I think he thought she was dead. Heat of the moment type thing. Yeah, and- like I'm going to dispose of the body and disposes of her. And he's like, adios, pichachos. And then she wakes up going, I feel like somebody just tried to kill me. I was going to say, he says that he stomped on her. He told me, I mean. And kicked her in the head when she was uh, already on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And he also told me in one of those interviews I did with him when you were working on a Saturday that um, I can't remember which interview it was, but where he said that he could have sworn he felt her neck break. Right. He's told me that many times. too. Yeah. So, I mean. I just wish they'd be able to find her either alive or find her remains because her family deserves closure, too, if she's gone. I tell you, if her remains were never found. Okay, okay consider this, okay? <clears throat> they, Her name was Cynthia Lynn Rose, right? No, that's the one that they identified oh, that's that, that they're that's saying right. is his. Yeah. But no. Well, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. The one that they said that was his, right? Right. Who wasn't, who was under a tree, not buried underneath anything. Right. And wasn't wearing the right clothing. And was then died like two days after he had already left town. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, he's good, but he ain't that fucking good. He's not that he's not he is not Henry Lee Lucas good. And he and he's got no reason to bullshit about it. Like yeah. th- let's be honest, because another victim doesn't mean a hill of fuck to him. Yeah, it doesn't matter doesn't add up to squat for him. Really? What are they going to do? Give him another life sentence? Well, and just like Florida, they're, I mean, they're going to file charges against him, but I can, um, I would almost venture to say that they're not going to try him. He'll either take a plea bargain like he did before, or 
it's just going to hang out there in case anything happens and he's released here. And that, that's the whole thing, you know. Yeah. And we, we all know as much as, you know, everybody's probably, I hope he gets the death penalty. Let me explain something to you all. He's not going to get the death penalty, and here's why. Keith is 68 or 69 years old. Yeah. Okay? So let's say hypothetically, and I've brought this up in other episodes, let's say that they convicted him today. Now, we're doing our episodes a little late. Today's actually a Sunday. Yeah, it's, not Saturday. It, you know, we're, we're looking at uh, October 8th. Um, they, but they, they, they convened today and right. they, they convict him and they say death penalty today, which we know that the sentencing period, the sentencing phase comes way after the conviction. Right. The sentencing phase comes at least a month, if not longer. So they get Generally. it today. The first thing that's going to happen is that because it's required, the attorney's going to file an appeal. That's yeah. the first thing that happens. Like the second they say, okay, we give him the death penalty that the fucking attorney goes to the clerk's office says, boop. Yeah, yeah. Automatic appeal automatically filed as soon as they get sentenced to death. So then they're going to argue that in court for at least, because of backlogs and everything like that, at least five years. Exactly. That's going to be up and down with extensions and all kinds and 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 time for discovery of new uh, new information. Exactly. And all that's five years minimum. Okay, so that puts him at seventy four years old. Yep. If he's 69. I think he's 69. He might be 68. But that puts him right around 73, 74 years old, right? Exactly. So then, after that one, if they say, yep, guilty, he can take it all the way to the Supreme Court. All the way. And you're looking at 15, 20 years yeah. of arguing, or it can even be seen. He will never, ever, ever, ever see that death penalty. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no reason for it. It's just costing the state... You know, Florida, more money. So take a lesson from Charles Cheetah in Florida. <laughs> no shit. Don't spend the money. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Don't spend the money. Save yourself a lot of heartache. <laughs> Don't steal that vice. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I love Charles Cheetah in. Dude, he cracked me up. I mean, and I still can't get over his the lawsuits and everything, you know, for the soggy Cheetos. Fucking awesome, man! That's a, that's epic. Uh, that is epic. That is epic, right there. But um, no, there is just you know, there's Florida would they would not even. I mean, there's no benefit for them to, you know, pursue well, the death penalty. Keith already has a deal with them. Does he? Yeah, that that that's already been okay. Cool. Done. Um, and they but they but. But they do have to file the charges. Right. They have to. That's standard. It's standard. It's it's SOP, standard operating procedure. Correct. They have to file the fucking charges. Right. Because it is now a solved murder. Right. They can't just go, well, fuck it. Because that's not truly doing justice. Not like he's going to see justice for this victim anyway. True. Because he, he, he's got fucking what? I think a total of six life sentences. Yeah, something like that. Uh, between all the states, he's got like three in Oregon. Yeah, he's got three in Oregon. I think one in Washington, and one in California. I thought it was two in California. Might be two in California. It's two in California, one in Washington. It's like six. You know, he's not going to ever fucking see the death penalty. Yeah. Ever. Ever. The only way he'll see the death penalty is if the prison explodes. That's or he gets hit right with there. a fucking rock or some shit. Like meteor. A, huh? A meteor. A meteor hits it, yep. Yeah. So what the hell are you doing over there? I see your head bobbing. Because I'm looking for a charger for my thingy. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. I thought the one for my mouse would work, but it doesn't. So carry on, wayward son. There's no peace when you are done. I know. Notice the silence? I, you did. You did notice it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just making sure that everybody noticed that I did not respond to you. But <sighs> You make everything difficult. I do. I do make everything difficult. And you give me hemorrhoid flare-up. Hey, now. <laughs> <sighs> so sad. So sad. All right. Add some more shit to this. So, um, fuck's sake. Or go on to a different story. No. Um, let's, well, let's give our uh, listeners an update um, on Todd. Because they finally transferred Todd to the Honor Dorm, which he's been wanting forever. Which they've had him on that list. He came okay, for so, almost a year. Hold on. They transferred him from a different prison. Right. And when he was in that other prison, he was in an Honor Dorm. Exactly. Then they transfer him over to where basically there's, it's full of fucking monkeys. It just sounds like monkeys going ape shit. <laughs> and he finally got into the Honor Dorm. Here's the downside. He's got a room by himself. And uh, no tablet, so he's not making a whole hell of a lot of phone calls. Exactly, exactly. So he still needs his tablet back, people. So if you can make those phone calls for us, it'd be great. Um, I will try to go on there again this week and post those numbers again for people. Okay. There's two numbers. Y'all ready? Oh, you have them? A, uh, air code 803-896-8555. And then to general counsel, and that's who got him his uh, tablet back before when they fucked up. It's area code 803-896-8508. And then if you go on to the uh, Department of Justice or whatever it is, I'm fucking for South Carolina or Department of Prisons, there's one on there for Felicia something or other, and she does uh, inmate inmate grievances. grievances, And I don't have her number handy right now. Let me see if I do, because I sent it all to my sister. Give me a minute. Oh, now we're going to take minutes. No, All right. I'm not going to take minutes, 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 minutes. Like, God, it's always something with you, isn't it? You know what? I am going to hurt you. Okay, her name is Felicia. I told you I'd find it here. Felicia McKee, M-C-K-I-E, and her number is 803-896-1773. So there's some numbers for you guys to call. Help, help old Toddly out, man. Yes, help Todd out. Because we kind of like having him on the show, and I miss talking to him and it's yeah, good shit. yeah, exactly. So, and if anybody can do it, it's Bru- it's Brutal Nation fans. That's right, our fans. You guys can pull through through for us. All we are saying is give Todd a chance to and murder again. No, 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 that's bad. That's that bad. That was horrible. That's Scott. terrible. That's terrible. Don't 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 let him murder again. <laughs> no, not at all. But it's yeah. my turn now. It's your, it's Scotty's turn. That's why I got people in my basement. <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't have a basement, but I'm still, I still want to know what that lid is on that thing in your backyard. Makes me wonder if I fed him. I want to know what that thing is in your backyard. First that's, of all, that's where I throw the food down for the uh, for the people in, in my basement. Whatever, I've never seen the lid off that thing. You, you won't either. You're horrible. <laughs> you are horrible. Then you'll hear the screams of the damned. <laughs> You're so bad. That's so, um, anything else? This is going to be a short fucking episode, but no, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think. There was something else that wasn't there. S- I don't know. Something about your venereal diseases that you no, got on Sandy Boulevard? No. Oh, I know what I was going to say now, now that I remember, now that I was thinking about it is, um, remember when we talked to Benny Bedford? Yeah. Okay. I got a couple of messages from some of our fans that say he... 
is one of the politest people that they have ever heard us interview on this show. He is. I've talked to him on. on yes. Don't get me wrong. I, I got a good connection with with everybody that we talked to. Oh okay? yeah. Some more than others, but Benny, Benny and I actually we exchange a lot of emails back and forth. Right. We've talked on the phone several times, and he is. He's one of the nicest guys. Yeah. Like the nicest, nicest. And if you think about it, his story's really fucked up. Right. I mean, he didn't actually kill anybody. Right, exactly. And being, you know, 18, 19 years old and making the decision he did to lure his uh, mom's boyfriend into a culvert to get him fucking shot by a drug dealer and the kid didn't get, you know, right, sent away or anything like that. And yet he's sitting there in prison. That's that's fucked. Right. Exactly. That's justice right there. Well, and, and yeah, that's the sad part about the whole situation is everybody else involved in this whole situation is either no longer in jail or got acquitted. Yep. So, and he, yet he's still being punished for it. Yeah. Ben, and, ben is a great guy, man. Like, honestly. But yeah, really I mean, nice it guy. was like just, I, they were like, I can't believe how polite he is and everything. I said, yeah. I said, I said you know, for the most part, almost everybody we talk to. Is very respectful. Usually, yeah. You know, we we have had a couple that we've reached out to that have been like, you know, Assholes, a shit show. Yep. Like, you know, you are a pure asshole. Yeah, it's like, dude, never mind. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to deal with this with yeah, you. No, totes. you know, um, because you know, granted, we do reach out to people to try to talk to them on our show, but some people we talk to without even having them on our show. Yeah, I we got just a reach of them. out to them. You know, so it's like, no, dude, don't treat me like crap. I so. agree. You ready to wrap this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You ready to wrap this one up? Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, pubic hair. Ew. <laughs> From your mom. Remember, boys and girls, you can send us an email at brutalnation at twistedbluellc.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you happen to be getting your blogs. Log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation and interact with us. It's always a good old time and sometimes a gay old time. Oh, my God. Stop it. I should stop it, huh? Oops, I dropped the soap again. I like the uh, Flintstones. Oh, <laughs> gay old time. Yeah. <laughs> Takes on a new meeting in this day and age, I tell you what. I'm telling you. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. This show's copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast except for Metal Cross Radio, they're lying, thieving, thieving bastards. bastards. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.